Bo's Garage with your host, Pete and J-Bo. What up? All right. Wow. This is uh, it's a whole new world here, man. Like, here we are in our apartment, which used to be our studio. We have all our Marshall stacks and drum sets and all types of shit here is now our now our studio apartment, apartment if you, we say. Where we come and hang out, drink beer, play and then, music every now and, and then. And, and now we have a podcast show we're starting. Yeah, COVID fucked up the music. Yep, we can't go out and perform and play and do what we used to do, <laughs> at least for right now. So just to give you guys a little idea here, J-Bone and I, you know, we're still musicians. Um, we come from almost the same background, little things, you know, being in a heavy metal band, thrash band, whatever you want to say. You know, that's our uh, our claim to fame. Our forte. Yeah. So, like we said, since COVID happened, you know, we were putting the band together again and trying to get things going. And COVID hit and it's really paused everything. So now, I don't know, we just sat around, smoked and joked for a couple of months and said, hey, let's put a show together. And yeah. Here it is. Real quick, you know. As being musicians, it's odd for me because being on stage or playing in front of hundreds of people. Such and now, a different feeling. Yeah, now you hear behind a microphone with all these gadgets and stuff. And we know there's an audience out there listening maybe, but we don't see them. So it's a little, it's a little frightening a little bit. Kind of like your first show when you close your eyes and you play. <laughs> yeah, or you, just have, or you just have a very bad stomach ache. The first time I hit the national stage... Like the big, big stage, not the local venue. I, I don't think I was breathing. But um, yeah, so we converted our studio into a little podcast. J Bone, since you know a lot of people are getting to know us, um, and I'm sure some of you out there, if you're musicians, you started a band or you're in a band, you've had some interesting characters in your band come through. I don't even know how many lineup changes I had. I I don't know, like eight. John was in the band twice or three times. Once, twice, three times a lady. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's always those w- interesting characters that come into your band. Like I had one guy, he played bass. I think this is before you. And he wouldn't look at the crowd. He would just look at the amps. I'm like, dude, you got to look at the fucking crowd, man. Like we're on stage, you know, like, no, man, this is how we do it in punk. I'm like, I've seen a million punk bands, and I've never seen anybody look at the fucking amp when they're playing. Especially at a punk show, you're jumping in the crowd. You're trying yeah. to get everybody crazy. Everybody's fucking jumping. Yeah, but there's always been those interesting people, and um, if you can tap into the show and want to leave us a recording, we'd like to hear about some of your interesting characters that have come through your band. Come, come, come on to the show. Tell, now, tell dude, us. I'll tell you guys this. I think the most interesting fellow, and I'm saying fellow, not because I'm old or anything, but he was an interesting fellow. I don't know if you introduced me to this guy. He was a guitar player. We were holding guitar auditions. This dude came in with a mushroom top haircut. And I'm thinking, oh, wow. And he looked like, he looked like Bart Simpson. <laughs> Dude, was, he looked like Bart Simpson, okay? It was not me. And he was the nicest guy. But I'm looking at him the whole time playing the guitar, and I'm just, I couldn't play because I was looking at him like, this guy looks like a mushroom. <laughs> 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 He's just with glasses on. And I remember 
the drummer is doing the same thing. He's playing, and, and I'm just like, I, I'm mesmerized here by this guy. And I noticed he had a mushroom tattoo on his arm. No. And then it just hit me, wait, he's got a mushroom sticker on his guitar. He's like, hey, man, you going to play? I said, I got to ask you a question. <laughs> What's with the mushroom tattoo? He goes, dude, I love mushrooms. I'm like, yeah, I love it when it's sunny outside, but like... <laughs> What's up with the mushroom? He's like, no, dude, I love mushrooms. It's like, my grandmother makes mushrooms. I make mushrooms. I'm like, you know, you look like a mushroom. He goes, yeah, dude, I did it on purpose. I was like, you know what? You're in the fucking band. Just just because you look... Just, I had to have this guy in the band, but obviously he didn't make it. But you're honest. Yeah, he got cut as soon as... I think we had to drive him home. But he was a real nice person, but I'm like, I no, we can't have mushrooms in the band. I don't know if I was singing in the band yet or not. I might have been. I don't know, but... You know, I sure I'm sure you got some war stories, J Bone. Oh man, where do you where, where? who was one of your interesting characters? Oh, so uh, may, may, maybe about oh two three months trying to find a drummer every weekend. Somebody would be like, "Oh yeah, we can play drums. We want to do this and we want to do this." <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, show that. And then you said studio, no show. Oh, I couldn't get it right. I had to do this. I had to do that. You got guys coming. It's like we just start playing today. Yeah. Yeah. What? And then, um, and then we had one dude send an email saying, "Oh, I've been playing metal for ten years, double bass, double this, double that." And I'm like, "All right, well, come on in. Here yeah. the songs. There you go." Comes in and starts playing like classic rock beats. Oh, and we're like, those dude, guys. We we're playing metal. Yeah. He goes, "Oh yeah, but I, I really can't move anymore." <laughs> 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 and uh. The guitar player goes, well, what do you mean you can't move anymore? He goes, yeah, I got steel plates in both of my wrists. The fuck, you got the bionic man in the Oh, uh, dude. Like, the way he would play drums is like a fucking, um, uh, what do you go with, uh, what is he, the, um, like the, one of those puppet things with the goddamn. Oh, he's a puppeteer. Like, he was yeah. like a puppet. So, <laughs> yeah, so his hands would go like this. Oh. <laughs> the monkey with the fucking, yeah. the symbols. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, And uh, me and guitar player looked at each other and was like, oh, what the fuck? Another one bites what the dust. What the fuck? I was like, dude, why waste the time? Yeah. Did you even listen to the song? What kind of rock and roll beat is that behind the fucking... Like, dude, you're not even making a beat. Like, there's no <laughs> tribe in this world that even knows what the fuck you're playing on. No, here. man. No, it was bad. And after that, it just... Uh, <sighs> it how, went, about, how about... Um, it went on. Oh, did I have... I think... I don't know if I had a crazy drummer. Like, a weird... No. Drummer was okay. I think I've been alright. I think I've been alright. Drummers are fucking weird, though. They're just this weird thing in the band. Like they just show up when they want to. You hear us drummers. You know yeah. it's true. You fuckers just drummers and they singers can't do shit till I get there. <laughs> they're, they're, they're. <laughs> yeah, we love you, but you're fucking dicks. You know, you're, you're like the fucking locomotive of this band. Yeah, you give the thunder and pounding, and I'm waiting 45 minutes till you can come in to go blow my nut. <laughs> exactly, like, dude, thanks, man. Or they come in, dude, I'll be there. They get there. And they're like, yo, I gotta be home in an hour. Like, dude, you just, you're fucking late. And now you're gonna get behind the drums, play one song, and say you gotta get home because you're late. But I'll tell you, another interesting fellow was uh, before I was the singer and, and guitar player in the band, we had this dude who was a good friend of mine at the time, it was close, whatever. And I really wanted him in the band. I said, dude, you got the voice, let's do this. And he was doing it. You know, things were rocking and rolling and stuff. 
And so one night we did a show, or one of the nights, and I'm like, is he saying the lyrics? And the bass player at the time, this young kid, he walks over, he's like, yo, man, that dude's not singing the lyrics to your song. I'm like, nah, yes, he is. He's like, nah, dude, I don't remember that. I was like, really? I said, you know what? Now we do another show, and I hear it, and I'm listening. And I said, wait a second. He threw like an F-bomb, and he called the girl C-word. And I'm like, that's not in the song. And I said, yo, dude, when we go to band rehearsal this week, let's, let's go over the songs. And he winds up singing something that's like completely not even part of the song. And he's like, I am singing it. I said, dude, you can't be singing it. I'm the one that wrote the lyrics. I know the song. And <laughs> you're, not, you're nowhere near the song except the chorus, you know? But uh, that dude was a very interesting fellow. And through time, you know, we had our on and off as friends and stuff like that. And uh, I remember, like, he was supposed to get a PA system. He didn't end up getting it, so he, like, ditched. He went into hiding for six months, you know, and then he was in the band and stuff like that. But uh, I think he was in your band, too, right? Unfortunately. He, I, think, I think he quit our band, or we kicked him out, and then he went down the hall to you and joined your band. And I think he was in your band for, like, ten fucking years or something. Yeah. Um, so. That dude's a character. So lucky, lucky for Pete over here, he gave me his trash. <laughs> What you do? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, pretty much hair. He's, you recycle. He's, oh, oh, you need a singer? Here you go, buddy. Here you go, hair. <laughs> I oh, know, dude. Yeah, hey, he's fucking awesome. Here you go. Yeah. So no, tell him that story. Tell dude, him the story you told me. How he fucked us? Oh, that's oh. the best. So anyway, listen up, uh, everybody. <laughs> you had this guy in your band. If not this particular guy, there was a guy in your band who just reminds you of this just guy. Just remind you of this yep. guy. And this, go for it. Tell him the story. After after some time playing with Pete, I uh, I started another band up. I left for I left. I unfortunately I had to leave your band due yes. to uh, you had to go to war. Yeah, well, yeah. Some of us had to go play heroes. John someone, is a veteran. Everybody, give it up. Uh, Pete's the rock star. I'm the veteran. This is our this is yeah. My tiny the, the one man clap. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But yeah, so um, I left. When I came back home, I was like, fuck, I want to play again, Pete. He's like, yeah. oh, well, you know, we got the band going. I'm like, well, I have a fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> I go find my own band. So uh, I get lucky enough to find people and we get a band together. Then we're trying to find a singer. Fucking Pete's like, oh, well, hit, hit this guy up. I'm like, okay. He's like, he was in my band before you came. All right. He comes in, brings his fucking A game, and that's okay. it. This, this is the man right here. This is the man. This is the man. So, Dude, I think he was in your band for like 10 years. Dude, between the two bands, what? I would say six, seven. It seemed like a fucking decade. 2000, yeah. <laughs> Seems like it. So anyway, after all these years, you become like a family. Yeah. But he always had an excuse for everything. Yo, can you pay rent money? Oh, no, I got fired today. There's always that guy. Oh, two, no, no, no. I, uh, I had to pay this bill. <laughs> I get to go. I reimburse you next month. <laughs> <laughs> and his stories kept going and going and going. Eventually, one day, we decided to get, uh, you know, every band gets their fucking t-shirt printed. Yeah, dude, yeah, t-shirts, man. That's like your, yes, we're a band yeah, moment. Yeah, you're fucking solid when you got the band t-shirt. The minute t-shirts. you got your t-shirt printed, Hell you feel yeah. like the man. You're like, yeah, here, take it, take it. I want to watch you wearing it. We're fucking yeah. going places. Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. Uh, you you, you got to go. I miss it. So anyway, we're, we're, <laughs> we'll refer to him from here on out as the king of hobo. Gentlemen, the king. If you want to know why we call him the king of Hoboken, that's at a later date of time. Yes. So the king of Hoboken is like, oh, I'm buddy, buddy with this guy at the office, and he'll give me a great deal on T-shirts. <laughs> so we're like, all right, go go down and see what we could do for 20 T-shirts, 20 sweaters, 20 beanies. 
Yeah. Goes back, he's like, oh, awesome price. Say you get everything done for 600 We're like, fuck, that's 60 items printed for 600 Yeah. T-shirt, bad. sweatshirt, and beanies, 60 items, 20 of each. Fucking yeah. A. Order it. Places the order. Two weeks later, he's like, oh, I got everything. So we fucking drive down to Hoboken, pick him up, bring him back to the studio because this motherfucker doesn't drive. Yeah. The king of Hoboken. Doesn't, doesn't drive. Doesn't drive. Doesn't even take a horse and buggy to practice. <laughs> yeah. Royalty. <laughs> Somebody comes to pick him up. So, oh, shit. so, so, so he gets his own personal driver to come pick him up, <laughs> bring him to the studio, and we're looking at all the teachers. We're like, yeah, they're fucking dope. Yeah. He's like, yeah, give me the money. I got to go pay him. So we all give him the money. And then, I don't know. It was like weeks later, you said? Or? <sighs> I want to say maybe two weeks, three weeks, maybe, maybe a month after we got the, uh, the merchandise? Yeah. I get an email. Hey, can you pay us? I email back. What are you talking about? <laughs> we gave the king the money he paid you. I told him he said it. Uh, so, so I don't hear from him. Like two days later, I get another email back. He's like, no. At the studio, <laughs> I'm like, yo, why am I getting an email from the guys down at the office? And he, the, the king of Hoboken's like, what are you talking about? I paid him. Maybe he forgot. I, I, I'll stop there tomorrow and talk to him. Another two weeks come by. No, we haven't got paid. He just told me that he stopped by. You guys were paid and everything was taken care of. <laughs> he responds back. He's like, no. He came, picked everything up, and that's the last time we've seen him. <laughs> oh I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You gave him all the gear. And you, yeah, like how do you walk and, out of the store yeah, without and, paying him? And he didn't give you the money? He goes. Yeah, he got fucking heisted. So he, 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 I think he said something like, no, they won't give me any money to they see the search because they put all this trust in me. Somehow he's at the studio with fucking three boxes of fucking t-shirts, sweatshirts, and beanies. And dude, I must, emails must have went back. So how much he, so he owed this guy $600. $600. And I'm like, yo, we gave him the money. I don't know what to tell you. Not for nothing, but that's pretty rock and roll. It's fucked up, but it's pretty rock but and roll. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, hold on, hold on. You gave this guy the t-shirts without him giving the money. You go find him. <laughs> All I did was send you the file. Yeah. This is what we need printed. This has nothing to do with me. You How would it, you give something away to somebody that I, owes you? I guess if you owe me $10, you give it to yeah. me next week. $600? No, homie. You need to have that shit like in my hand. And this went oh, on dead, for... Dead uh, dude, I swear to God, man. He kept telling the story that he gave it to him, got paid for like three or four months. Dude. And this guy just kept magical. emailing me to the point where I just blocked him. I'm like, listen, I can't. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not giving you the money. Yeah. I, were yeah. you, give, you did not give me t-shirts. Not to be a dick, but call the cops yeah. on the king of Hoboken. Look for the king of Hoboken. He'll be walking down the street sometime soon. Well, well, why don't you tell him how he took you out drinking on his expense or your expense, I should say. Oh, that was many <laughs> times. But I have to say, like, we did swap some of our drinking expenses and stuff like that. But I'd say a, a real shitty thing you could do to a fellow musician... The shittiest thing you can do to a friend and a fellow musician is to steal his fucking equipment, especially when you lent it to them in good faith. Like, dude, you mind if I borrow your guitar? Yeah, man, go right ahead. I'm not doing nothing. Boom. And then you take it, you hock it, and you use it for a plane ticket or whatever the fuck you did with it. That has got to be one of the biggest betrayals. You're better off, like, fucking your chick. You yeah. can sort of get over that. Yeah. But my guitar... My equipment I worked for. I mean, I'm not saying I had to work for my girlfriend, but you know what I mean? Like, you asked me to use my baby. Yeah. Dude. And then you take it. Yeah. And like, fuck you. I'm leaving the state with your money. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking son of a bitch. So, cheers to the King of Hoboken. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Courtesy 
of Modelo's and Coors Light. Unfortunately, Pedro only stocks up on the cheap shit. No. The, the best bang for your buck. I'll do. Good thing we don't have Natty Ice. We'll have we'll have Modelo's stacked up in here. We'll have some tequila. We'll have it all set up. But anyway, so here we are. Broken musicians. No, we're not broken. We're just... Everything's on standby right now. Yeah. So, actually, we were actually in the middle of uh, working on some new music. But unfortunately, like we said, COVID happened. And then, you know what? The idea of doing a podcast show... Sounded sounded more appealing. But in due time, we'll get back to writing and recording and stuff. And... uh, Hopefully things jump off. As a matter of fact, if you play drums, <laughs> right? yeah, so, we're, we're looking for a drummer. Yeah, but please don't be upset that we said you guys are fucking weird. You are weird. Own it. Accept it. We get it. Just, just all we ask is just show up. Just, just show up. Show up to. <laughs> you don't even practice. have to pay rent. Just show up once show or twice up. a week. That's it. I had this awesome <laughs> alcoholic drummer. He was fucking great. I think he was more entertaining than anything. He was a really good drummer, but he would just get so fucking blasted. Like, we're drinking, like, two beers. He's already, like, through a case. Damn. You know? And I was just like... And then he wanted to play a show with us. I don't even know what fucking... I think we were opening up for... I don't remember. Overkill or somebody. No, it wasn't Overkill. I forgot. But we were playing for a major band, um, opening up for main act, and he wanted to play the show. And I'm like, dude... You can't even get through the first song. <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately, I had to, you know, we had to, we had to get rid of him and stuff. But uh, there's always interesting characters in these in bands, and you know, it's hard. It's hard to put a band together. I'm sure you, everybody knows. You know, you're dealing with multiple personalities, but then sometimes you get that you get that click. click. Yeah, and even though it's fragile, there's a click. It's teetering. There's a click. There's a click. So we gotta ride this out. You know, we wrote it out. I think we wrote it out for 10 or more, 12 years. I don't even fucking count. But we wrote it out up until 2016 or 17. I think 17 was it. So, yeah, 17 was like it. That was the last It's like, dude, out. just buy some drums. <laughs> drums. Just show up to practice. That's it. That goes for anybody. Bass player, guitar player, singer. Listen. You want to get your band off the ground? Just show, show up. up to fucking practice. That's it. And there's always the one guy who's always paying the most for uh-huh. rent and all that. So do yourself a favor. If you don't have the rent money or whatever, at least show up to fucking practice. All right? Shit, man. And then you get these bands that show up. You know, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but I'm going to be a dick here because it used to frustrate the fuck out of me. You get these bands that go up on stage and they have like 10 million fucking things going on and all you're playing is guitar and bass like dude plug it in and play the venue's only giving you 30 minutes oh yeah you've already eaten up your time uh-huh you know like we had it mastered like the military we had everything set up get it on turn it up we're out dude you guys are up secret secret but nobody understands secrets getting your drums at first get that shit in yeah get the drums in get the drums up. in let the drummer do his thing set the fuck up and everybody else is done in five minutes yeah man so many fucking pieces Yep. It's hard to get a band going, but it's even worse Like when you're starting to get shows and you're getting 30 minutes and now you're spending half that putting gear the together. Up, yeah. I'll tell you this. Keep it simple until you make it, or at least halfway make it. Do you it. know what? Music life of a struggling musician better. Show up to practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just show up. Not only that, but like... If venues had decent equipment. I don't like venues' equipment. But here's the thing, though. 
you're playing. You're not really hearing what's on stage. You're hearing what's coming out the speakers. Yeah, the mix. Yeah, that's. A- I work my ass off for this Marshall stack or <laughs> drum set or whatever. I want to show it off. And I got a thousand watt fucking ampeg that maybe playing fifty watts on stage with. Yeah, I don't get the boner. <laughs> uh, no, but I just I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just don't. I, I disagree. We played Lemoors, dude, and the fucking drum set fell apart <laughs> in the first song. Well, that's fucking dickheads. Not, I was like, for real, dude? I, I guarantee. Yeah, but that's Dickhead's fault for not setting it up. No, that was the house kit. Yeah, but he probably went there. It was already set up. Oh, yeah, I could play on it. Didn't tidy nothing. Didn't make sure everything. Because the other band just played on it. Yeah, well, dude. So you're expecting it to be. Okay. It's 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 tight. All the shit's done. Somebody gives you a fucking job to do hands on your tool. You're not going to check to see if the tool is the right tool for the job? Of course. Exactly. Same thing with your drummer. You come on stage, you make sure the fucking shit is tightened. Dude was just banging away on it for the past 45 minutes. That shit was horrendous. <laughs> fucking drum set falls apart. I'm on stage. I'm singing. I'm in the middle of the song. And I feel something hit my ankle. And I'm like, what could be hitting my ankle? I'm looking over the bass players to my right, the lead guitar players to my left. The drummer's back there. I hear him playing. I turn around, the fucking toms are all... <laughs> toms. Like fucking Cheech and Chong when Chong falls. Yeah, I gotta give it to him. He was trying to hold on, man. He was trying to keep the song going. I was like, hold up. Hold on, hold on. Was he this playing... Was that did, did, did he try to play the air toms? He was, dude, I don't give a shit. He was still performing, and that's all that mattered. That he, You know what? That's, that was cool. We kept rocking and rolling. We kept it going. So eventually we had to stop and then... Put the drum, put the drum set back together. <laughs> This was this wasn't Lemoore's Brooklyn, unfortunately. That would have been totally awesome. But this was Lemoore's Staten Island. No, not the Big Bang show. No, not the fucking not the shit where everybody, you know, Megadeth. No. White White Lion played there. I don't even know who the fuck White Lion is. You don't know who White Lion no, is. No, that's how old you wait, are. <laughs> wait. I never had a chance. What? White Lion was fucking badass. I know, I know dude. White Snake. Yeah, everybody knows White Snake. I don't know White Lion. Sorry, bro. What? Sorry. You guys hear this? Ladies. Sorry. All right, ladies, ladies, up? gentlemen, <laughs> hold people on, hold of on. all ages, ladies, ladies. J Bone does not know White Line. White Line. Do not. Okay. Do not entertain do you know, him. We're gonna have to play some White Line for you oh, a God. little bit. <laughs> 